0: ...only brother, Charlie, who was a mischievous kid, but likable as all get-out, and a mouthy little cousin named Chase Kemp who lived with them. Then there were the little girls, a passel of skipping, giggling little creatures who flitted around like butterflies or dragonflies or gnats. G-Dub loved to tease and play with them, but I never had much to do with children, especially girls, so generally I just wanted to get on with it and never paid them too much mind. I never even noticed when the girl just younger than G-Dub moved into town to study music. Elefair Tucker Alafair Tucker's guiding philosophy was that there is always room in the house and in the heart for one more child. So adding another child to her brood of ten had hardly made a dent in her life when, in the spring of 1916, she took her six-year-old nephew, Chase Kemp, to raise for a spell. There were a lot of changes going on with Elifair's family that year anyway, what with one child after another going off to take up his or her own life, with hardly a backward glance or a how-do-you-do to the poor bereft parents. So Alifair rather liked having an unexpected ragamuffin to take in hand. Her eldest son, G-Dub, was away at college in Stillwater, so she tucked Chase right into his empty cot in the corner of the parlor next to her fifteen-year-old Charlie. Once upon a time, the two beds and two trundles in the Tucker children's bedroom were populated by eight young girls ranging from teens to infants. Now, with three girls married and two living part-time in town, each of those still at home could easily have had a bed of her own. But it's hard to sleep alone when you're not accustomed to it. The trundles hardly ever came out from under the beds these days. Chase was the only child of Alifair's youngest sister, Elizabeth Kemp, Elizabeth had left home for a spell in order to go to law school in Tucson and had begged Ella Fair to foster Chase until she could graduate and join her husband's law firm back in their hometown of Tempe, Arizona. Ella Fair and her husband Shaw had looked at each other in perfect understanding after they finished reading Elizabeth's telegram. Of course they'd take him. He was family. Chase had been underparented and was in need of some civilizing— But he wasn't a bad child, or a stupid one, either. When confronted with ten cousins who all knew how to handle themselves, he assessed the situation pretty quickly and fell into line without a fight. Within a week, anyone who didn't know better would think that Chase Kemp had grown up Tucker, same as all the others. There was one cousin to whom Chase took a particular shine, and that was Alifair's second oldest daughter, the newlywed Mary, Alifair didn't know why the twenty-three-year-old and the six-year-old had formed such an immediate bond, but she wasn't inclined to question God's plan. Mary was a naturally maternal young woman, and Chase was in need of mothering. As soon as Mary and her new husband, Kurt Luckenbach, returned from their wedding trip in May and moved into the big new house Kurt had built on his nearby farm, Chase would rise at dawn and run across the fields to Mary's house for breakfast. Most days he went to Mary's after-school as well, and spent the afternoon tagging along behind the laconic Kurt as he secured his animals for the evening. Eventually, Chase began to sleep over on the weekends, and then, after school was out for the summer, he spent more time at the Luchenbach farm than at his aunt and uncle's place. Alifair would have thought that Kurt and Mary would be annoyed at having a chattering six-year-old intrude on the honeymoon weeks of their new marriage— but when she broached the subject to her daughter, Mary assured her that they both loved having the boy around. So Ella fair let it be. She expected Chase enjoyed the extra attention anyway. When her older daughters had married, Ella fair had feared that she would lose the closeness she had always had with each of them. But the opposite had proved to be the case. Phoebe and John Lee Day lived less than half a mile away, on the farm that Shaw had built for them when they married. The day she moved into her bright new house, Phoebe began carving a path through the fields from her front door to her mother's. Even before granddaughter Zeltha was born, Phoebe came to visit her mother three or four mornings a week, sometimes to bring her laundry or sewing to do alongside Alifair, but usually just to visit for a little while. She never stayed long. After all, she had her own place to run now, and a husband and child to take care of. Phoebe's second child was due in a few weeks, so when she trudged up the path that June morning, carrying a small covered pail, she was leaning...